Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. If you're new, if you're a visitor, welcome. I just want to tell you what type of church you're in. Uh, when I came to this church, I, I was going to say I was a good Christian boy. I wasn't a good Christian boy, but I was a Christian, and uh, I put on the face of a good Christian boy while I was at church, and then I put on the face of the world right when I left, mostly after I called my mom and told her I went to church. But when you have a radical encounter, how many know things can change in a moment? And I know a lot of you have had experiences when you came, you had an encounter in something, you're like, what is going on at that church? It is the soil that Pastor Jurgen and Leanne have created, that they were bold enough to leave everything and said, that's it. San Diego didn't need another church, it just needed a church with power. Not another church to just talk about Jesus, but they needed a church to be about Jesus. This is a Jesus church, full gospel, full New Testament, healing, deliverance, believing with a faith muscle like you've never seen before, a territory taking church, a bold church, a courageous church, a church that believes in you, a church that believes that there's a purpose for your life. The church is going to cheer you on through any valley you may walk through. And let me know, you will walk through valleys in your time on this earth. And you don't have to go anywhere. This isn't a church that's going to shame you, but we will disciple you. That means we got to know what's going on in your world. So we want you to get connected. That's what type of church you're a part of. If you think like, yeah, I, I, go to, I go to that church, I'm just gonna warm the pew, they ought to be grateful. I'll be grateful when I see the fruit of a bold leader in your house, of a prayer warrior in your house, of a man or woman of God that's not gonna tolerate the chaos of the world, that's actually gonna start piping off because God gave you a tongue and he wants you to use it to make his name famous. Don't be uncomfortable, I know it sounded a little intense. We started intense, didn't we? Calm down, yeah, I ain't gonna calm down. Listen, a couple weeks ago I had, there was a stirring in my spirit and I was talking to the Lord just about what this next season looked like. He said, it's gonna look like whatever you preach about, but what you tolerate, you're gonna get more of. And then I went through a series of the next three conversations that day with a bunch of men that I threw up a little bit in my mouth. I said, man, they're gonna call me pastor, but that's the conversation I was having. I'm tolerating some things and I just went into prayer about it and God says, you're gonna break strongholds in this next season. We're in this series of truth bombs and I gotta make sure that if we're gonna talk about truth bombs then we're gonna really speak some truth and it might be a bomb or it might be a flutter just depending on your where you're at in your walk with Jesus. 
I might just run up in the top row. Don't think you could hide up there. Oh, look, you're shining a light right on somebody. Hello. Praise the Lord. Prayer warriors up in the top. If you don't know this, it's either um, this is your first night leaving your house, but there's a world in chaos. There's the United States founded on biblical truths, biblical principles, one nation under God that's lost its way. And if the church doesn't get riled up in the spirit and learn how to draw the line of sand and warfare in the spiritual warfare and just pipe off on Instagram, pipe off on Facebook and get all riled up and want to go to rallies, but there's no spiritual engagement, we will lose. The apathetic church is why the United States of America has lost its way. So tonight is truth bombs. Tonight we're gonna stir our spirit because here's what's happening. I'm jumping the gun a little bit because Pastor Mike Connell, one of the greatest teacher preachers that can orchestrate thoughts around Jesus's ministry and healing, deliverance. That's one of the greatest teachings and articulations of the New Testament and the power of authority that Jesus left us in the Holy Spirit to operate with us is coming the entire month of October. And we're believing to see a shift and an impartation of that teaching. All I'm doing, I'm gonna stir it tonight to get you ready and hungry for what's coming. We have to be hungry to get into the Word of God. We gotta be hungry to show up at prayer. We gotta be hungry to say, see a change in our city. I don't wanna wait to see a change in 2024. I wanna see a change right now in the spiritual climate of the state of California in which God has planted me in, purposed me in, and said, you will trample on serpents. You will, I have given you authority and you will see the church operate when you impart that authority. So the level of our belief and our flex of our faith in our authority together is what you're gonna see a city stand on. Anybody with me tonight? So I'm gonna preach just a little bit and I wanna pray to stir it. And something's gotta stir, you gotta get a little spiritual fight on the inside of you. I'm gonna have to agitate and push and teach and tweak some things going on in your world because I refuse to be, have apathetic Christians a lion with no roar sit up in this church there's lots of great churches that you can feel good about yourself in but I want us to have a transformation that we're never the same and it's just going to start with the stirring tonight so just turn your hands to heaven and let's ask God to get in and he knows where you're at there's no judgment, but he knows he can shine a light on. I don't want high schoolers coming back from camp more on fire than their parents. Set the bar in the house. But Heavenly Father, God, I thank you. Holy Spirit, stir. Stir our spirits tonight. Give us a hunger, a palate to get the word in us, to operate in a new authority, a new revelation a new understanding of what it means to be a believer in this time. God, I thank you, Lord. Lord, as you start to stir the book of Acts in our life, in our spirit, 
that God, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forever, God, that same authority that you said we'd walk even in greater authority. We receive tonight. Open our eyes to see things that we've never saw in the spirit before. Open our ears to hear. Open our mind to discern and have wisdom on the demonic forces that are at work in our country, in our state, in our family, in our schools. Expose every lie right now. God, shake who needs to shake in here tonight. Lord, let us have an awe of you we've never had before. A holy respect, an honor, a revelation of who you are. Holy is your name. We come before you today, God. We just thank you, Lord, that you, you seed something that's gonna flip a switch over the next couple weeks to get us hungry and ready. When the apostle, Pastor Mike Connell, steps on this pulpit, he will feel your anointing to shift a nation because this city will be taken care of. In the name of Jesus, we prophesy. And everybody said, amen. amen. Thank you, worship team. You'll be back up here quick. You guys may be taking a seat. Just rub your temples. Smile. Might be intense, but that's all right. Just smiles. I mean, he's intense. Even if you're not, I'm preaching like you are. Come on. I just get, man, fired up when, when I see, I was just talking to some friends earlier, and, you know, when I see people that don't even have Jesus winning in life, I'm like, nah. No, no, no. Believers. I got the FOG, the favor of God in my life will be winning. Sorry, that contract ain't for you. That's for my buddies at men's prayer. Some of you, we got to get hungry for men's prayer. Just get up early and say, come get your miracle. Come get your miracle. I don't need the ladies' prayer meeting more on fire than the men's prayer meeting. So men just calling it out. Let's just get radical. We'll go through seasons. Don't pick a fight with me tonight publicly. Let's just get along. Just give me a few minutes. Matthew 10, 7 through 8 says, And as you go preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you receive, freely give. The mandate in Matthew. Just let so you know, that's Bible talk. I don't know why the church isn't talking about it. It gets uncomfortable. You gotta be bold to jump down and lay hands on somebody with the expectation. You gotta be bold when you're confronted, but just recently, you know, I was like, hmm, the discerning of spirits was discerning. Had a little encounter, stirred up a little demon. You know, let me just tell you, I came to this good little Presbyterian boy. Went to Westmont, thought I was a good little boy, checked the box. You know, just going around and like, I love Jesus, it's good, still sinning, but I love Jesus, I'll just go to church, repent. You know, but then I saw power. I came here, I got delivered. I'm like, what was that? What was I doing getting agitated in the spirit? Next thing you know, I'm almost throwing up, saying something, and the pastor here is explaining, I just got delivered from a Jezebel spirit. Never going back to deal with that again, let me tell you. For those of you who don't know, you can Google it. You don't want one, and you don't want to date one. So when I, when, I, when I walk in a room, I got the residue. I can almost, there's the Jezzy in here. Where's she at? Where's she at? Oh, oh. Not you, camera person, but in the camera. Yep, just checking. 
I'm telling you, I could, I could walk in a room and feel the presence of a Jesse because I, I dated one and I got delivered from one. One of the most demonic things, I'm telling you, I just sometimes couldn't get my mind straight. And when I was free, I was free. It's amazing. There were some other things that went along with that Jezebel spirit, but you know, men, they always say, well, if you're a man, you struggle with pornography. No. If you got a demon influence in you, you can struggle with it. Don't be just saying, oh, you're stuck in the flesh. I've been set free and I ain't going back. It's not, it's water off a duck's back. I don't care how fine she is. I mean, thank you, Lord, for making her. And where's my wife? Yep, that's what I'm talking about. We ain't gonna, it's the double take that will get you. Just don't double take. And I like to flex on that. And every man can. Every woman can. But I'm telling you this. There's a real thing out there, and it's getting more potent. Pornography used to be so subtle. just living. Now it's just up in your face. Now they're making it sound like it's a thing. You know, it's like. I don't even know what that new website is, but something's like offer up for showing your stuff. Paying women, paying men to do it. I don't even know what it's called. I don't wanna know what it's called, but I'm just saying, dear Lord, they're just making, it's, that's prostitution legalized. But that's how common it is, slippery slope. They're making Barbie Ouija boards. Like, woo, ain't this cool? Nope, demonic. And the church is so naive, and I just, you know, I wanted to tell him I didn't wanna hurt his feelings. Well, don't go on another date with him then. You're opening doors, you don't know what you're opening. So I wanna expose some of these truths because the church is naive. If someone would have told me the truth, listen, I came to this church, got delivered. Next thing you know, I got filled with the Holy Ghost. What? I thought tongues was for the devil. That's what my grandpa told me, good old Baptist preacher. Then before he went to be with the Lord, he told me, don't let this old man's theology get in your way. The Lord revealed you're in the right place and God's gonna use you to do radical things to preach the gospel. This is before, man, I was on the parking team. I'm like, Grandpa, you're crazy. I ain't ever preaching at that church. And my mom's like, whatever you do, you will give him a heart attack and he will go be with the Lord quicker if you tell her you speak in tongues. Tell him you speak in tongues. So do not let him know. He already knew. The Lord revealed it to him. Then I saw my first radical healing. Being in the medical world, like, guess what? You can't take it away from me. I know what brain scans look like that are dead. And boy, when someone comes back to life after you've seen brain scans, you just change your theology to line up with, I guess, healings for today. I'm sorry, I, I listened to my Christian doctrine teacher at Westmont, who's now an atheist. Lord, thank you for revealing your word. I should have read it myself instead of listening to that guy. I've seen radical encounters, and it's not just me. Book of Miracles, that isn't like a church thing that's on the run sheet. That's actually because we see miracles every week. Just to help the cynics, because I know you're out there. I'm staring at you because I was one of them. And the minute I got like, you know, leveled up a little bit and they asked me to pray the Book of Miracles, I was in the back going, is there even anything in here? As soon as I read them all, I was repenting, going, Lord, I'm so sorry. I should have known. I didn't know about you. You're the man. He would never lie. Why am I doubting? It's a demon. I had some dark thoughts. I'm gonna tell you something. There's an enemy that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he just wants to work over the church first because if he can give a eunuch church with no power, castrate us all, he's not worried about us anymore. And I'm actually just tired of it because I'm, I'm actually enjoying this because I love it because, you know, we've been taking territory and we've been doing pretty good, but it wasn't until we got into politics. Now, suddenly... 
Oh, we're really pushing the button of the enemy. Oh, we're breaking strongholds in San Diego. Oh, man, now we're getting personal attacks. I mean, it was always new levels, new devils, but now, man, that, he's not playing fair. Hitting below the belt. No, no, no. There is no such thing as fair. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. The Bible warns us, why don't we take it serious? I'm telling you, the reality is this is why I just want to teach on it tonight and then pray for us because we got to wake up a little bit. Can't be naive Christian just skipping down the road. We love San Diego. It's the finest city. No, there's a devil here and he's trying to run us out of this city. We're gonna pray for our city. We're gonna pray for our pastors. I'm gonna pray for every teacher that's teaching and influencing our schools. I wanna pray for every first responder, everybody that's out there protecting our freedoms, every one of us, our military, those positions. We're gonna pull down strongholds of the wicked. We're gonna start cutting out pictures. I'm gonna put them in the lobby. This is every wicked politician in San Diego. When we come in, we're gonna pray for them that they find salvation or get the heck out of the seat. It's just two things. This is full war. You just walk by and say, Lord, get them. Lord, get them. Or you could say, Lord, set them free. Whichever way you want to go, I'm fine with either. Just get them out of ruining the city and the state that I love. Is anybody else with me? Don't worry, I'm going to get you scripture. But there is a book called Thou Shall Expel Demons. Every one of you. Listen, let me just go, just because I know online and people want to take out a context. Read your Bible. The Word of God is the only thing I'm saying you need to read. This is just quoting some scripture and giving you references on how to expel demons, teaching you about your authority, sending you to the word of God, not manipulating, not adding on to it, but this is super important that you get the revelation and the understanding. This is fundamentals 101 because there is a reality that every Christian has to understand that there is spiritual warfare. Ephesians 6, 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. See, this book by Derek Prince emphasizes the reality of spiritual warfare. I'm done with having conversations. Listen, I, when I have a Christian, I'm not sure I believe in that. Okay, okay. Just come to men's prayer, we'll start there. Oh, it's too early for me. You should probably find another church. If you can't come to men's prayer because it's too early for you and you don't believe in demonic activity, what do you want? Why do you want to go to church? Do you want to stay the same? Or do you want to be empowered with the Holy Spirit to do something radical in your life? Too many comfortable Christians is why we're in this state. I love this, this wild couple right here. Moves all the way out here from Florida knows nobody, sold everything because they got a word from the Lord. Go be with the bold and courageous. Who does that? They do. Pastor Jurgen and Leanne do. Pastor Mark and Pastor Summer do. They left everything to say, we're gonna go help plant that, that church in San Diego. And when I met them, I was like, are you guys crazy? Man, they must be those religious people that are crazy. All they want to do is pass Bibles out, give me some tracts, tell me they love Jesus. No, Mark's sitting here showing me how to pray. He's like, you better man up. You don't know how to pray. You're going to be getting your butt kicked your whole life. I am? Yeah, you better know what your authority is. I don't know my authority. I need to teach your authority. Where do I find out? Do you read the Bible? I have people read it to me. Okay, I'm going to start reading the Bible. That's a good start. Thank you. Showed me where to go, but listen, two things. We must recognize that our battles extend beyond the physical realm. We're engaged in a cosmic struggle against unseen forces. 
Okay, let me, I'm gonna double it down a little bit. If my mom and dad, see my mom and dad told me don't play with the Ouija board and kind of told me why, but I didn't know. I went over to my friend's house and there was a Ouija board. Then I started seeing freaky stuff happen. But if someone would have said, you start playing with demonic activity, you could open a door and that door can suck you into it and they could take authority over you. Trust me, I would have been running out of that house. I kind of was just curiosity killed the cat and I was staring at it going, whoa, that's kind of crazy how that thing moves around. Ooh, is there a string attached to that? Who's messing with it? I went home, told my mom. She's like, son, get over here. I'm anointing you with oil. She's praying over me. I'm like, mom, you're Baptist. I can't believe you know how to pray like this. You don't mess with that dark stuff ever again. So listen, I walked over and saw it again, but this time I heard mama's voice. Not everybody has mama's voice. I had fear of the Lord and fear of my mom. I walked out of there. Amen is right. That's how I'm teaching my kids. Second point, demons exist and seek to undermine God's plan for your life. It's crucial to understand their tactics and be prepared to resist. No naive Christians up in here tonight. The authority of believers, Luke 10, 19, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. This isn't to create fear. I have no fear when it comes to the demonic. You need to be stirred in your spirit to understand that God's given you authority all throughout the scripture in the New Testament. You'll do greater things than Jesus, but we gotta understand the Bible highlights the authority that believers have been given by Christ to expel demons. I love Pastor Mike Connell. He starts when you're a freshman in high school. He starts teaching all the biblical principles, wants you to memorize scripture, understand your authority, all teaching freshman year. Sophomore year. He then wants you to practice praying for your friends. Wouldn't that be exciting? Hey, honey, let's go home and practice praying for each other. Whoa, what is that coming off? Oh, you guys are all staring at me kind of crazy. I mean, that's what I like to do on a Friday night. Let's pray for my neighbors, you know. Let's stir it up. But then, he did, sophomore, they pray for each other. Junior year, he sends them out in the streets. Says, all right, go pray for people you don't know. Junior year, third year. Fourth year, he takes them to a country for spring break, instead of going to party, <laughs> they go to spring break, an Asian country where there's idol worship of other idols because he says those are the craziest ones. Brings them to a youth group at a church in that nation where there's a lot of idol worship and he lets them go. And he says things get radical. He says those kids grow up to be some of the most powerful church leaders in the entire region of New Zealand, of Australia. He equips them over four years. You come to America, you wanna to go to college, you end up in Vegas, who knows what else happens. Now you could be a CBD expert. We have 42 different flavors. You could rub it in your thigh, rub it in your skull. I, people know more about CBD than they knew the word of God. And yet they're in my church. It's not a judgment thing, I'm just saying, man, you are very good at an expert. What do you know about the word of God and demons? Yeah, I probably shouldn't, you know. You're right, I'm gonna go read the word tonight. Okay, that'd be a good idea, because our spiritual attack is way more important than that knowledge you just shared with me. Just saying the truth. Sorry you guys are judging me. Listen, through our relationship with Jesus, we possess the power to overcome the enemy's attacks. There's this book this thick. I got it 10 years ago and I still love it. It's called The Handbook of Spiritual Warfare. This thick. 125 references 
just about biblical references on everything you need to know. Man, you could chew on that thing for an entire year. It's written by Dr. Ed Murphy. It is like the theologian for demon busting. It is phenomenal. This thick. Sometimes I went up to my dad who never taught me this stuff. I said, thanks a lot, dad. And I just dropped that thing right there. And he goes, what's that? It's my new book I'm reading. He couldn't believe all the stuff he didn't know. He's been a Christian himself for 80 years. Just turned 80. He's like, man, why, why are they giving me this stuff? It's because the church doesn't know how to react when that stuff starts flying around in church. You can't put God in a box. Once you start teaching on it, then we gotta equip you. In men's prayer, man, stuff's gonna happen. People will manifest in church. Instead of get all fearful, you just start praying. Instead of looking at them like judging them with your face all sideways, you just stand up with authority and start praying so they can get free and have their life changed forever. It's not by our strength, not by our authority given to us by God that we cast out demons and break their strongholds. There is a stronghold over San Diego. There is a stronghold over Coronado. Our pastors just got put on blast, Pastor uh, Mike and, and Katie, what is it, Jaeger. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you picked the, I mean, they are good looking. I'd go to that church, they picked the best way. If you're gonna shame my pastors, try to find fat, argument and make them look like. And then you'll be like, man, what's wrong with them? I'm not going to that church. No, instead, they look like pro models sitting up there, and then they're quoting them. I'm like, that's a great quote. <laughs> I'm definitely going to that church. All my Coronado buddies, all our, my Navy SEAL buddies, all my brother's friends are like, is this your brother's church? Yeah, it is. Man, we're going there when it opens. Yeah, you are. We're going to take that crown back. But there's a stronghold over Coronado, and we've stirred up the demonic. All hell broke loose. We decided just to show a movie to empower you about real darkness in the world called Sound of Freedom. All hell broke loose in our church. People wanted to leave. People wanted to accuse us. People wanted this. I'm like, well, we stirred something up. Just showing a movie, people going off the rails about our church. Wow, it's amazing. They don't show up at the theater and go off the rails. They show up at our church and go off the rails. Hmm, there might be something there. Identify and expel demonic influence, Mark 16, 17. And these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. This book has given you just some things to recognize the signs of demonic influence in our lives. We're gonna have to do a freedom night real quick after this. Don't worry, we do teaching all the time, very deep teaching. We equip you. You text 55525 with something, you get the whole download. Don't worry. You come to the class, you be empowered, you leave, and everyone's gonna get set free. I love it, There's a, this guy was writing about seven questions, and he was just saying how so many Christians don't even understand some of these questions. So I'm gonna go, but expelling demons requires a combination of prayer, fasting, and faith in the name of Jesus. We gotta be diligent in seeking God's wisdom and discernment to identify demonic footholds and activity and remove them. Number one, discern demonic influence. 1 John 4, 1 says this, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. How does this happen? Listen, I'm just gonna give you a couple things here, because they are full throttle just out there right now, all this activity, and then I want you to watch this little clip, this little clip. but I love this on page 178. Get this, this is how bold they are right now, brazen, I would say. These demons don't even care now. Back in the day, they were all like, you know, you wouldn't hear about Satan cults at school. Right. Now they're trying to change your sex, go into, any, go into any room you want. 
Any, any restroom you want. Nope, you got to, otherwise you're a bigot, otherwise you're homophobic, otherwise you're, and they're trying to shame you. This is demonic activity at the highest levels. Number one, the most, it's called open public. That's, they're just open, witchcraft. Is witchcraft alive today? This is the whole transgender movement. Am I homophobic? No, I'm gonna pray, love them up, everything, but guess what? I'm also gonna dry the line in the sand and tell you, you ain't bringing that stuff up in here. They're so open, they're just drinking blood, having seances. There's a Satan club everywhere now, trying to get in every university across, but yet, you can't have a Christian club, you can't have the Ten Commandments up. Oh, you can have the Satanic Bible in the hotels now. Oh yeah, see what's coming. Number two, they're underground. Then you have ones that are disguised within the society and in the church. Then you have just the, the most mild, you know, it's just a work of the flesh. That's where our sin nature starts. They start influencing you in the sin nature. By the next thing you know, things are just, everyone's acting a certain way. That's why they're in the school system, trying to influence kids at a young age that they're impressionable. Then they're confused. Then they come home at six years old and tell their mom they think they're not a boy. How do you, what are you talking about? It's demonic influence, and we got to wake up as a church. I want you to see this. Uh, this is this new movie, Nefarious. I'm gonna show two scenes. So this is, and what happens is, this is a guy that, uh, a psychologist, by the way, it's a Christian film. They're not telling you that. It's, it's, it's the worst, uh, if you're gonna download the trailer, worst trailer ever. But I love the fact that they took this and said, we're gonna show this to the world. And the psychologist actually said he wants to come do a Q&A at our church. So we're gonna do something radical about it. But what I wanna tell you is that the psychologist is meant to go to this uh, jail where the guy's on death row, he's gonna be electrocuted, and uh, they're gonna find out if he's insane or not. Because in the, in the state of Oklahoma, if you're insane, they can't electrocute you, no matter how many people you killed. And, uh, but if you're insane, I mean, if you're insane, but if you're sane, then go ahead and proceed on with it. So when he comes down, he's sitting down and talking to him. His name's Edward. Uh, but then he's like, I'm not Edward. I'm Nefarious. Then gives this demon name and starts talking about who he is. And he's a demon. So this guy's interviewing the demon. I'm going to give you two parts, but I want you to hear what he says, how he messes up your life. You ready? Let's play this first clip. What do you think? I'm ecstatic. Edward... Not so much. Why isn't Edward as happy as you are? Because on occasion, I make him do things that he doesn't want to do. Well, if Edward doesn't want to do them, why does he do them then? Do you believe in demonic possession? The idea of a malevolent entity controlling person's thoughts and actions, do you believe that? No. Well, you won't believe anything we're about to tell you. It's not important what I believe. What's important right now is what you believe. Demons don't have beliefs, James. We have knowledge. We know. Okay, um, when did you possess Edward? Doesn't work that way. Can't just possess someone. We need a series of yeses. So you're saying it's a process? Of course it's a process. How does it work? It's complicated. Try me. I'm smarter than you think. I am smarter than I think. Okay, James, we offer up a series of temptations, gradually increasing in terms of duration and intensity, degree of moral inequity. Absence of baptism in this case allows us to begin work long before the age of reason. At three, digit five, maybe a theft of a toy car can do a great deal. 
Then we move on to bigger and better things. At eight, grandmother's gift of a Ouija board gave us immediate access to his decision-making, so we began steering them without him all calling into question exactly who was doing the steering. Enough yeses and few enough noes gave us increasing rights over the victim's physical and mental processes. Did that, did that track, James? It seems random, almost, um, unfocused. Well, that's what we want you to think. We have a level of focus beyond your comprehension. As a matter of fact, everybody around him, friends, family, they didn't even notice the changes. It happened so incrementally. They thought it was Eddie being Eddie. We knew exactly what we were doing, when, where, and how he was giving consent, and the exact moment that we achieved each new degree of control. Degree? Control host body comes in degrees. They're stages, each with its own name and characteristics. And those are? From top to bottom, extreme temptation, obsession, infestation, finally possession, subjugation. And Edward Wayne Brady Fully subjugated. Is. That's why we're having this conversation, yes. We, we own him. We? All those who dwell below. My master's very generous with the toys he gives his children to play with. Subjugation with an S. Boom. Boom. I didn't wet my pants. I just want to be honest. That was water that was spilled. Witchcraft is still alive. Deception, tarot cards, some forms of yoga. You got to be aware and have discernment of how the enemy can slippery. Start with an image, start with a picture, start to invade your mind, start with the subtle things, word curses. Got to be careful who speaks over your life, who lays hands on you what you're coming into agreement with. People that just don't wake up and want to take their life. There are generational curses you need to study. There are doors that you can open or that have been opened for you. Who you hang out with matters. No one ever told me that. My mom said it in a way but didn't bring any scriptural backing to it. Oh, I don't want to hurt my... My son's feelings, he's hanging out with a bad group of guys. Well, you better hurt his feelings and tell him what's up. His life is on the line. Maybe your life is on the line. We gotta talk about it in a serious matter because guess what? It matters. We have to learn this exercising, engaging in spiritual warfare. Christians must actively engage in the spiritual warfare. I'm gonna pray for us, pray fervently which means with great intensity, be zealous. Use God's word as a weapon and rely on the power of the Holy Spirit to break these strongholds. If you walk in and feel oppressed at your home and you're renting, well, someone lived there before you and you better know what went on. And if you don't know what went on, you better take authority in that house and take communion in that house. You can't just be naive and just think, oh yeah, unless it's a new build, you better just take some authority. People live on Indian burial grounds and all this crazy stuff happens. You better just walk, walk that ground with a new level of authority. There might have been curses. You never know where you've been. I'm gonna tell you something. If you feel oppressed anywhere, take authority in your workplace. You can walk in a place and be naive to it, but you're like, man, I always get a headache when I walk in here. You better take authority over that place. 
This video too, this is exercising authority. It's a real short clip. Luke 10, 19, I've seven, I've given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all the power of the enemy. Listen, you're gonna watch this, but let me just paraphrase. There are some people that know their authority. In the Bible, two demons rock, I'm like, I know James and John. Who are you fools? You don't got authority. You're not, we're not going anywhere. I was out to lunch with Mike Connell one time. Someone came to take our order, walked up here. I was sitting here. Pastor Mike Connell was sitting here. Pastor Jurgen was here. Pastor John was here. Next thing you know, this server's growling at us. <laughs> Listen, I'm not new to all this. Didn't even face Pastor Mike Connell. He just took there. I'm just looking through the order. What are you going to have? What are you going to have? I didn't look at anybody. I was looking at this dude growling at us. <laughs> He's gritting his teeth. He's flexing his wrist. <laughs> And then I saw my comments go, peace in the name of Jesus. And the guy just froze. Next thing you know, he got rattled. He ran out of there. We sat there for 15 more minutes. Finally, the manager came up and goes, I am so sorry. My server just ran out of here. I don't know what got into him. I looked at my comment. He goes, I do. I'm like, does that happen? He goes, everywhere I go. He walks in such authority, people manifest. You either got it or you don't. Watch this clip. exactly like you do boldly proclaiming their ideas on how they feel the universe operates never once contemplating the possibility that they could be wrong you should see him now James. edward do, do you understand why i'm here do you realize i have the power to save you or condemn you what i understand james is you would have no power over me whatsoever if it hadn't already been given to you from below. Probably just a coincidence, Jimmy. Nobody wants you here, priest! Nobody needs you! On the contrary. I invited him here. Thank you for coming. Father Lewis. I'm fine with Mr. Lewis. Hello. Dr. James Martin. Have you, um, have you met with him before? No. I've tried. He's always refused spiritual counseling. What do you want with me, son of God? Come here to torture me before the appointed time? He claims he's a demon. Carpenter sends you to gloat. Unfortunately for you, I'm not one that could be cast out so easily, though, am I? Sanity always has been an issue here, hasn't it? Sadly, movies and TV have filled our heads with images that are largely metaphorical, not meant to be taken literally. I'm not here to hurt you, Edward. I'm here to help you, to put you at your ease. Make sure you're comfortable. Personally, I've never met a demon. I've never been part of an exorcism, nor do I expect to be. Many of the things that bother us are just our own fears and disordered thoughts. Hello. You 
you don't consider demonic possession to be a possibility. Our understanding has evolved beyond that. Well, I appreciate you telling me that. I feel... I feel much better. And Lou... He opens a can of whoop on him, okay? You. you don't need to see the rest of it. Just know this. He was freaked out until he realized there's no authority in this guy. So he just said, all right, I'm going to show you that the tool that you are. And that priest runs out of that room. Let me tell you something. If Pastor Jurgen was playing in that role and walked up in that room, how do you know that story would have ended a little differently? Who's walking in a room tonight? Do you know your authority? Are you preparing yourself for deliverance by testing spirits, using spiritual weapons, exercising authority in Jesus' name, standing firm in victory? James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves, part one, then resist the devil and he will flee from you, part two. Submit yourselves to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves to God, Get right with God, repent to God, get rid of that, and resist the devil, he will flee. Darkness, anxiety, fear can be overcome by light, by truth, by word, by the authority of Jesus. Well, I tried that once, we'll try it again. This is just a stirring, because I think it's important that you go on your own journey of biblical truth and understanding and hungry. I never, when I got delivered and then started, we, Pastor Jurgen would have these guys come through. And my cousin got healed in this church. Pastor Christian McCudden came through. He watched two people raised from the dead down under. He had so much certainty. He heard a word of knowledge called my cousin down, boom, prayed for her, she got healed. How I many you know that rabbit, that, that just messed me up. Yeah, it was family. We could walk around in our own strength and do our own business in our own ways and get all stressed out and anxiety or we can give it to the Lord who will give you peace. I'm not exposing these things to get you all riled up to bring you fear from, I'm exposing it to get you hungry so you know what's going on in the world right now. It's just not coincidence. It's not conspiracy theories. There is demonic activity that's been going on since the beginning of time. And if you think that we could just go through life and go to work and go out to dinner and let everything stir around us, we're very naive. Because God's put a gift on the inside of you. He's put authority on the inside of you. He has put a stirring in your spirit. You're not at this church by accident. God is calling you to get hungry for his word, to pray fervently, to fast. Maybe you've never fasted before. What is God calling you to do? I want you to stand to your feet. I'm gonna pray for us as we close tonight. And then afterwards, my ministry team will be up front because if you feel you just need to release something, if, if you have to open doors in the demonic, you need to come and just repent and let us lead you through a, a prayer so we can get you set free. 
I know somebody with arthritis. Yeah, I was their chiropractor, just arthritis. They started watching church online. One day on my table just confessed that they had been a part of some curses and didn't know it was witchcraft and was going to a palm reader just because they wanted to know what the future for the life was. They were like, they came to our church, came down to the altar to just a ministry team at Balboa, didn't even know them. And as they repented, felt fire go through all their fingers and all those arthritic fingers straightened right out right there in the thing, weeping and weeping and weeping. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you've done. God's, God's here to forgive you. Jesus died to, so you'd be forgiven. And as I read this, and if something stirs in your spirit, you can just come down to the altar. You don't have to wait. If your life's not right with Jesus, you can come down to the altar and give your life again to Jesus. Man, I went down to the altar over and over again my first six years. If I had to do it again, I'd do it again right now. We all fall short. We're all gonna sin. It's amazing, you know, because what used to be just every day struggling, then got to once a week, then it got once a month, and I just feel like, man, I'm not struggling. It's because I was more in the Word. I was trying to be more righteous. Will I ever perfect it? No. I'm just trying to get to the finish line, trying to get us all bold. I don't need to be a lone ranger. I'm not, but I don't want to be the lone one who runs out there. Where's all my friends? Shoot, let me go back. We're not here to play small. I want every one of you to know how to pray for breakthrough for your family. Poverty is a generational curse. If you make money and lose money, just break that curse. Break any stronghold you know that you keep going around the same mountain, make sure, give it to God, have discernment, ask him. He will expose it. See if there's a door open. When we teach our youth, we're gonna start teaching them bold things because they'll go into high school with a different attitude. We'll teach them to hold on their V card for the right reason, not just because you should do it because your mom and dad said so. Hold on to that V card because when you give it up, there's a soul tie that's created. No one ever told me that. You tell me that? I'm gonna start listening a little bit more. What do you mean a soul tie? What's a soul tie? Poor Pastor Yergin, he had to break a bunch of soul ties off me. Thank goodness for a good shepherd didn't judge me, tell me I was a loser and a sinner because I slept with people. I didn't know what I was doing. I was in it. No one led me in that thing. I knew it was wrong, but I didn't know a soul tie. Mess up my life. I would have made different choices if someone told me the truth about the potency of the Word of God. For those of you that have friends away from you, you pray for them. You intercede for them. You start breaking demonic strongholds over their life. They don't need to be there. You just, in the natural supernaturally God can move in the side. You intercede for them. And I'd be praying on a shirt and send it to your son. She said, I buy you a new shirt. But that thing's prayed up, dipped in oil, washed, cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Mom, there's a stain on it. Don't worry about it. It's on the inside. Took communion. It dripped on it. Sorry, you didn't know that. Yeah, every time I put it on, I feel peace. Good. Wear it every day. Just close your eyes. Lift your hands. Heavenly Father, God, we just come before you tonight as a united body of believers. God, we just wanna recognize the power and the authority that we have in the name of Jesus. We declare that you are the almighty God, the creator of the heaven and the earth, and there is no power greater than your power. In the mighty name of Jesus, we boldly approach your throne. 
we lift our voices in unity and faith tonight, Lord. We acknowledge that we are engaged in a spiritual battle against the forces of darkness. We stand firm in the victory that Jesus has already won for us on the cross. Lord, we repent of any sins or areas of compromise that may have allowed demonic activity to take root in our lives, in our mind, or in our hearts. We renounce every lie, every deception, every stronghold that the enemy has tried to establish. We declare that your truth, which sets us free, reigns supreme in our hearts and in our minds. Heavenly Father, we exercise the authority given to us by Jesus. We bind every demonic spirit, every chain of oppression, every scheme of the enemy that seeks to hinder your plans and purposes for our lives in our community, in our city, in our school, in our business. We break every yoke and declare freedom in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we declare that our faith is unshakable. We stand upon the promises of your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet to light our path, guiding us away from darkness. We put on now the full armor of God, the belts of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the shoes of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit. We march forward in faith tonight, knowing that nothing can stand against us when we are rooted in you. Jesus, we thank you for the victory we have in you. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that cleanses and breaks every curse. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that empowers us to overcome. We declare that we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, we declare that every stronghold is broken, every chain is loosed, and every plot of the enemy is thwarted. We release your light into every dark corner, and we proclaim freedom, healing, and restoration over every area of our lives and in our community, in our marriage, over our kids. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, Lord. Strengthen our faith, God. Help us to walk in the fullness of your victory every day. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and agree. And everybody said, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.